Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Acts chapter 3. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray as we read that we would have faith in Jesus, the Holy and Righteous One, who was perfect and gave himself to make us perfect. We thank you through him. Amen. Acts chapter 3. Now Peter and John were going up to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a certain man was being carried, who was lame from birth. He was placed every day at the gate of the temple called Beautiful, so that he could ask for charitable gifts from those who were going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to go into the temple courts, he began asking to receive alms. And Peter looked intently at him, together with John, and said, Look at us. So he fixed his attention on them, expecting to receive something from them. But Peter said, Silver and gold I do not possess, but what I have, this I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, walk. And taking hold of him by the right hand, he raised him up. And immediately his feet and ankles were made strong. And leaping up, he stood and began walking around and entered into the temple courts with them, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God, and they recognized him that this one was the one who used to sit asking for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with awe and astonishment at what had happened to him. And while he was holding fast to Peter and John, all the people ran together to them in the portico called Solomon's, utterly astonished. And when he saw it, Peter replied to the people, Men and Israelites, why are you astonished at this? Or why are you staring at us as if by our own power or godliness we have made him walk? The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his servant Jesus, whom you handed over and denied in the presence of Pilate after he had decided to release him. But you denied the holy and righteous one and demanded that a man, a murderer, be granted to you. And you killed the originator of life, whom God raised from the dead, of which we are witnesses. And on the basis of faith in his name, his name has made this man strong, whom you see and know. And the faith that is through him has given him this perfect health in the presence of you all. And now, brothers, I know that you acted in ignorance, just as your rulers did also. But the things which God foretold through the mouth of all the prophets that as Christ would suffer, he has fulfilled in this way. Therefore repent and turn back, so that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and he may send the Christ appointed for you, Jesus, whom heaven must receive until the times of the restoration of all things, about which God spoke through the mouth of his holy prophets from earliest times. Moses said, The Lord God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brothers. You will listen to him in everything that he says to you. And it will be that every soul who does not listen to that prophet will be destroyed utterly from the people. And indeed, all the prophets from Samuel and all those who followed him have spoken about and proclaimed these days. You are the sons of the prophets and of the covenant that God ordained with your fathers, saying to Abraham, And in your offspring, All the nations of the earth will be blessed. God, after he had raised up his servant, sent him to you first to bless you by turning each of you back from your wickedness. 
Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In Acts chapter 2, we read that many signs were being done by the apostles. In this chapter, we read of one specific sign that led to some significant problems with the Jewish leaders in the next chapter. Peter and John were going into the temple and saw a beggar who had never been able to walk in his life. Peter heals the man, and the man is so happy he's leaping around. This miracle is incredible because the man had never learned how to walk since he had been lame from birth. So not only were his legs healed, his brain was changed so that he knew how to walk and even leap. The man leaping around in the temple drew a crowd, especially when they recognized the man since he was apparently begging at the temple gate every day so people would get to know him. So Peter launches into a sermon. Jesus is the focus, as usual, in the sermons in the book of Acts. And if Jesus isn't the focus of a sermon, you can hardly call it a gospel sermon. Peter gives Jesus the glory for the healing. Peter calls Jesus the Holy and Righteous One, which is a term for God from Isaiah. For example, Isaiah 43, verse 15, I am Yahweh, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. Or Isaiah 24, 15, Therefore glorify Yahweh in the east, the name of Yahweh the God of Israel in the coastlands of the sea. We hear songs from the edge of the earth, Glory to the Righteous One. Peter says that Jesus created everything, verse 15, and you killed the originator of life. Peter says they need to repent so they can be forgiven. Peter quotes from Deuteronomy 18 where Moses says, The Lord God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brothers. And Peter says this applies to Jesus. Peter says that Jesus is the fulfillment of the promise to Abraham in Genesis 22. And in your offspring, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. I expect that Peter would have gone on with the sermon more, but the chapter ends. We find out he was interrupted in the next chapter. And now for a deeper dive. In each of the sermons so far in the book of Acts, Peter has charged his hearers with killing Jesus and urged them to repent. This makes perfect sense for the circumstances because the Jews had killed Jesus very recently, and this was the greatest sin they needed to repent of. Today, we won't get very far trying to tell people that they need to repent for killing Jesus. But it is right to tell people they need to repent. In fact, John the Baptist preached repentance, and Jesus did as well. The specific sins that people need to repent of vary from person to person. But if a person doesn't understand that they are a sinner, they will not be drawn to God's offer of forgiveness. So in order to get the good news, or gospel, we need to get the bad news of our sin and our terrible position before God. And then God's grace in forgiving us will actually mean something. And it will mean more and more as we learn more about how holy and righteous God is. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexum is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.